Welcome back to Box to Box. It's Reza and Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. We are back from a mini vacay. Uh, it's good to record again. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to check out episode 18 with uh, Heath Pierce. Very interesting conversations uh, about USA, MLS, and sort of the future and sort of what it needs to take to progress and uh what all that stuff looks like but it's a really good episode probably my fave Uh, out of the guests it was my it was my most i enjoyed it the most top three of all time but yeah out of i think 18 well now the guests that we've had very interesting conversations and again if you haven't already uh people are uh leaving comments leaving uh uh what do they call them on what reviews on itunes okay uh, so if you haven't already, be sure to give us all that good stuff. And speaking of the U.S. Speaking I know, of the U.S. I know was ki- we're kind of late on it, but... A little late. Congratulations to the women's national team for winning their fourth World Cup. And they're back-to-back champions. And they also won best team in the SBs. Who were the nominees? Um, I'm pretty sure the Raptors. Ooh. Um, I'm pretty like basically like all the championship teams from every sport, basically like the NHL and yeah. so. And it's from 2019, or it, it's basically from or like the season. The season, yeah. Okay, because like this is like the dry period. Raptors could have won though. They could have if the U.S. didn't win the World Cup. I think they would. Yeah. But uh, on a different note, you know who, like obviously like the big players was like Rapino and uh, Alex Morgan. Like they're the household names mm-hmm. but like have you seen rose lavelle she's so no, yeah, good yeah she is so good she I, I don't know exactly how old she is but i know she's super young and like her crystal dunn mallory Pugh, like they're like the up-and-coming players and i'm excited to see them uh later. i think it was carly lloyd's last world cup though yeah definitely i think hers it uh, could be rapinos too rapinos tobin heath i think those kind of players are you know, slowly, and even Alex Morgan's thirty. I mean, she'll probably play. In the I next think she'll play one more. But I, I, I just realized Sydney Larue didn't get called up. She was pregnant. Right. Wait, she got pregnant again. Yes. Oh, nice. Congratulations so to her and Dom Dwyer. Yes. Love Dom Dwyer. No, he's he's the best. I don't know why he stopped getting called up from the U.S. Yeah. I don't, I never I, is I he never is he still it. in Orlando? Yes. Hmm, strange. I mean, they kind of need strikers. Yeah, I'm good ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just a quick congrats to them. Uh, I think everyone's really talked about them and their team and how well they did with the, uh, and Jill Ellis as the coach. Um, but moving on, uh, lots of big transfer news, especially today. Yes. Uh, Officially... Antoine, a, sorry, no, I was gonna say, no, no, no. It's um, yeah. I, I, uh, are Barca gonna sell anyone? Griezmann to, to to Barcelona, basically. Uh, Griezmann has officially gone to Barcelona. But did you see the with news an with eight hundred and eighty million dollar release clause? Did you see the? But did you see, uh, the uh, problem with the payment? No. So, Barcelona waited until today. Or, yeah. like, a certain date to pay. There was a certain date where Atletico Madrid's release clause on Griezmann went from 200 million pounds to 120 million pounds. Or, to uh, sorry, euros. Okay. And and Barca waited for that date so they can pay less for Griezmann. Damn, they finessed. How, but, see, yeah, you think that. But apparently a, a, an agreement was already in place, like, back in March. So... Atletico Madrid want the extra money mm. that they originally had with the like two hundred million release clause, so it, it it's technically done. Like he's officially an, uh, a Barcelona player, but so unfinished business. Yeah, they're trying to trying to get that extra cash. And no, I think um, I think there's still a lot of trying because people don't realize it's only like early July and they're still, I mean, yeah. technically there's only like three months left for Prem teams. Well, for, for, 
three months. Three weeks. Oh. Did I say months? I, I think so. No. Uh, there's only about three weeks left for the Prem teams to do all the signings. But at this point, you're already in preseason, and I really don't like... And I think teams will still be signing players and sort of big marquee players. But when your preseason's already started and you're working on sort of tactics and strategies and making sure your team's all sort of blended together, I don't. I never. Re- I never like the post preseason starting signings. I think on another note, I I think the transfer window for the Premier League should open earlier since it closes earlier. That's a fair point. Because I mean, they shortened it by like uh, three, two, yeah, weeks? three weeks, yeah. Because now uh, the season starts on August 9th, and I'm pretty sure the last day was like August 30th. So it's the end of August. So yeah, ba- basically three weeks. So I I don't understand why it just got shortened. I I understand why they they did it to like you know season starting now like. This is your team. Yeah, like no, you no, shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't like after two, three weeks get a player when you've already started the season. But I think as soon as the season ends, or maybe like first of June, it should open. Yeah, it gives them it gives them two months because it's basically it's basically the January transfer window just before the season. In the summer, st- because this is the same length. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I don't really. Uh, so I think it has to do with the, the other leagues, though, and their and their because uh, also you have July first as sort of the the day that right. all the contracts formally end, and so I think it has uh, to do with yeah, the, I guess. everything else as well. Also, uh, or just start the prem a little later. Oh, maybe. Uh, speaking of the prem, they're actually adding a break in February. Did you see? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I'm actually happy about that. Yeah, it made it always made sense because it, it always came up in like the Champions League conversations where, because like Bundesliga. No, yeah, but like they would always say like in the, in the spree where like, uh, what was it like? It was basically like the Champions was dominated by Barca, Madrid, and how they always said that. Oh, it's it's a two it's the two week break of Germany or the two week break of doesn't Spain have one too? I'm pretty sure every I think ev- does. I know Germany does, but Germany does. I'm pretty sure France does. I think Spain does as well. I think it's really good. Italy I'm does as well. So basically, every I'm most interested to see how VAR works because, like in the in the men's yeah. World Cup, it worked out pretty well, but there were a couple things that needed to be tweaked, like actually giving time. Yeah, it's gonna take a few seasons. But obviously. during the women's World Cup, it was just it was not good, bad. Yeah, and I really can't stand that in the prem. Like it's. <sighs> Like, th- I think they're taking a bit too far in terms of it must be this. Like, with the when US beat England in the semis, there were goals being scored that they, should like, have been like, stood. Sh- No, either should have stayed or just, but like, you can have a goal stand, celebrate, and then just figure out that, oh, it's being called for offside or, or for whatever reason. Right. And there were a lot of soft fouls for like the favorite team. A lot of soft. No, I think it, there was a. <laughs> There was a little bit of a yeah a pref, um. But yeah, like, like if your toe is offside, it's so annoying. It's really annoying because like it technically is offside, but come on, it's really harsh. Yeah, and also, also with the, I forgot which team it was. I think I want to say Cameroon, where their goalkeeper like their goalkeeper saved the penalty. But she, she stepped, stepped off, off our line, yeah. and that's I've also s- rid- that's a, it's a ridiculous rule. There are just some rules so you just don't call. I've seen so many keepers step off their line and not get not get called, or people running in the box as well. Right. Yeah. And then they they they're like super sensitive about it now, and I wonder if that's gonna go into the European leagues now, or if we're just gonna if we just seen it for the first and last time in the Women's World Cup. I I personally hope so. I know it's kind of against the rules, but it's like there's I feel like there's a line where like you like just let it let the play like not get yeah. changed. No, I hope I hope so low too. <laughs> uh, uh what else is going on? I I am I am so torn 
with uh what am I trying to say? <laughs> I I I cannot stand the fees and the wage demands that players have. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, you were saying uh like with Griezmann's buyout clause or his release hundred and eighty million like it doesn't make it's just ridiculous. No one's it's gonna gone pay to that. a ridiculous point. We're not. It's it. At one point, it's going to explode. We're going to get to a point where players will not be, you you won't be able to afford. Either the rules will change with financial fair play, or they need to put that into play. No pun intended. But what what is financial fair play? Like, how do you how do you break it? I think you. I'm pretty sure people have broken it before. Like Man City should have should realistically not play in the Champions League because they've spent. I think it's like. You can't spend this many times more than you sell. I I can't because I, I know AC Milan like now AC Milan isn't in the Europa League because they broke it. They broke it and oh, that one summer when that they went one off. window they just bought like ten players. They bought a new starting eleven. We basically. can look into that later. I'm curious what it is, but yeah, I just just in general, I think players are so involved now and the agents make it so much worse especially <coughs> Mino Mino Raiola. it's it's just really bad and it's it's making transfers harder and it's making business a lot more difficult to make and I'm just more looking at clubs like United where Rashford's on a now a 200 a week contract we've given De Gea an all or nothing 350 a week contract and then Alexis just sitting there with like 400 pounds a week and it's just 400,000 pounds a week uh, could you imagine 400 pounds a week? It's what he deserves, even less. Uh, it's just it's just gone to a point where now it's, good it's players. Ri- it's ridiculous, and the good players are going for untouchable. Million. No, no, no. Like great players oh, are going like for yeah, like uh-huh. bail to China for like 1.2 million a year, like uh, 1.2 million a week. Like that's ridiculous. It's gone to the point where people physically cannot afford it, or they're not allowed to make those kind of business decisions. Um, but for even worse, for like the mediocre players or like your average typical players, that's what I'm saying. They're getting to the point where it's just not financially stable for clubs. Like you can't like hidden gems now, or like just gems in general aren't going for cheap prices. Yeah, which like, is why I really like how we spent 15 million on James because right. that is a cheap, like that's very dirt cheap. cheap in the in like the modern day and age, but. Like no offense, but Maguire is just another he's not England center. Million. He's another England center back. Like I know jo- Stones went to City for like probably what 50? 40, 50 ish million, but go back like ten years and Maguire is being sold for twenty five million max. Ten years ago, d- less. Five years ago. Five years. Yeah. Five right years now, ago. right now, if we were to sell Smalling or Jones or any of them, they would go for like. 20, 30 million. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's gone to the point where... I'm saying, like, average average players average are, going, player, yeah. are going for prices that was close to, like, very, very good players. Like, Sanchez, when we bought him, 30 million. Yeah. Like, that, then that was just five years ago. So, just that time... It's just changed so much, and it has to do with the players that the the. the I really think the Neymar transfer, the Neymar's, it. the Mbappe's, the uh, Bale, the even not, not even the Ronaldo because Ronaldo and Kaká both went for like what eighty eighty six. Uh, well, when they broke it back, Kaká broke it, and, and then, then Ronaldo, Ronaldo broke, broke it like it. the next week, and those yeah. sort of deals just start to, um, like really, like Jao pu- Felix, yeah, he's like, the fourth most expensive player. And like one of my friends is a Benfica fan, and he's like, one he's had one good season, yeah. And not every game he played. I amazingly. I know that everyone wanted. To, I mean, I everyone would have been excited if we if we dropped for him to go to United or even like any temp prem team. But like, I kind of hope he just flops and they're just left with 120 million dollars out I, of pocket. I honestly believe if he was for s- from some random country, like, I don't know, give me a random country. Uh, uh, Lithuania. If he was Lithuanian, the Lithuanian Ronaldo. Exactly, he wouldn't go for 120 million. He didn't go for like 50. Because I'm not even kidding. Like the the price tag was based off of his national. No, yeah, he had a lot of hype about him too. And and because he played for Portugal, he he played with Ronaldo in 
uh, for the national team. Uh, so that that alone. But then you have players like today, Delict seems to be like agreeing on what seventy million, seventy uh, five. Yeah, seventy million euros. And I know United's case was like players like Delict, Sancho, and them would have came to United if we were in the Champions League. But so what? You're telling me we're gonna spend eighty five million on Maguire or eighty million on Maguire when that's the that's the fee that in 2009, Ronaldo signed for Real Madrid, and now for five to ten million cheaper, Delict's going to Juventus. to Juve. It it also shows that if you're in a position where you're in that sort of fifth, sixth, and you're not necessarily in a Champions League spot, or you're in that transitioning phase, you have to pay Arsenal. A, you have to pay a premium if Even you if you purchase players. If we would like to, yeah. If you purchase players, so you my, will have my to prediction sign. is still on. I said we won't sign anyone. And you've signed we one signed and a half players. No, wait, who's the half? The one that's going back to we ha- he's again. going to Tottenham. Did you not hear? I did hear, and I was he, very he, confused actually. So apparently, like it didn't go through. It, like, no, our our bid was like a done deal. Like we bid, I think, thirty million euros, and we would send him back to loan. It's William Saliba, by the way. Uh, and and then all that they had to work out was the contract. I think, um. It was all but a done deal, quote. Yeah. Uh, and then Tottenham outbid us for I they because uh, we we bid thirty million euros. How old w- is he? Eighteen. He just turned eighteen. Okay. So like even that's like no, but thirty like, million for a seventeen. Okay. Old? Yeah, thirty million. Thirty million is a lot. But I understand. Like I understand. Wouldn't why. you rather spend thirty million on Ryan Fraser? Yes. But like, like, like Zaha, he's worth a hundred. Is he worth a hundred million? That's the price tag he's going for. You know, I think that the main reason why he's actually going for that much is because man, you have a twenty-five percent sell-on clause. So let's say he's goes for a hundred million. You guys get twenty-five mil. <clears throat> I mean, I'll give it to him. He's probably one of the most consistent and consistently dangerous players, regardless of he's, Crystal Palace. He's a form. top. Five, maybe even top three dribbler in the prem. Like Crystal Palace could be doing nothing, but then every time he has the ball, it actually like, yeah, something's happening. I don't. Obviously, not worth a hundred. I honestly, I honestly think he's worth forty, fifty million. That's what we offered. Yeah, technically, okay. Obviously, our offer was low because their price tag is so ridiculously yeah. high. But if you look at that bid, maybe like three, four years ago, it would have got accepted. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Because he's not worth that much. And apparently we want to add players, but now they don't want those players. But like back to the Saliba thing. Now we bid 30 million euros uh, for him, but with bonus, uh, with bonuses. So the th- bonuses added up to 30 million. Mm-hmm. Tottenham bid 30 million without bonuses, and they're adding bonuses to that tag. So I, I don't know what's going to think. I just think it's going to get to a case where players will become unbuyable uh, or teams become financially unstable or just the whole thing explodes and no one just... Not that no one signs anyone, but just it's going to get to the point where rules will have to be changed and the whole structure will have to change um, unless players start... Because the clubs are still making more... The clubs are profitable and making money, so it's either make more money to afford these wages or control the wages. I just think, I mean, there's no salary cap in in soccer, but you you have financial fair play, so you can't just go out spending whoever you want. But the players that you do get, you have free wages. Like you can do whatever you want with I wages. I think, I just think that FIFA have to be more strict with the financial fair play because you always hear the news that you know the this team or that team is 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 they have to sell this amount to not get you know uh, hit with financial fair play like PSG with the Neymar and Mbappe transfers uh they have to be more strict with that because they can't just say it and then like right like right now if neymar goes to barca how have they not broken financial fair play uh apparently they they're willing they're getting rid of coutinho umtiti so it has basically it's okay so the selling has to come into play as well okay so it's a net spend i think so i'm not 100 percent sure but i think we should do some homework on this yeah i'm curious uh, the the did you hear? But did you hear with the Neymar? Uh, the the deal with Barca. Apparently, they offered him 
they offered PSG, sorry, three of four players, like like it's a basically three for one deal, no money involved. So I think they offered Umtiti, Dembele, Coutinho, and Nelson Semedo. Well, then what? You're gonna have Neymar, Messi, Suarez, and Griezmann, and which ones on sitting on the bench? It's not gonna be Messi. Neymar's not gonna like it. Suarez, because Griezmann's—he's a—he's a striker. Like he's I, not going to play on the wing. Like I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna hate Barca more if they if get. I was—if I was Barca, Barca would be so pure if they ha- if they got rid of uh, Suarez and Neymar. Like didn't get Neymar. Hmm? Like, because I, I hate Suarez. Okay, and I'm not a huge fan of Neymar either. But I'm saying, imagine Barca got rid of Suarez, played Coutinho. And then, like, it was just an innocent front uh, three of, like, Dembele. Yeah, yeah well, they would have been very I, I, French. It didn't work out, though, apparently. Like, I don't know. My point is, if they get Neymar, yeah, they're going to have to get, they have to get rid of Dembele and Coutinho because they're not going to see the field. Uh, You know, Coutinho is unnumbered now. He's n- he, Griezmann, what number did Griezmann got Griezmann seven? took seven. Wow, he got Martialed. Yeah. Well, but now... Coutinho doesn't have a number. Like at least Martial moved to eleven. Coutinho yeah, is but literally Marti- it no, just but says no, but Coutinho. They, they took they Ibra took Martial's number nine without him really knowing, or like he heard about it through something. Okay, but that's like Zlatan to Martial. You stole your number. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh, what do you think these big uh, signings have to do with sort of like? youth clubs and academies and actually players and I'm more talking prem because I know some clubs like I mean is there even any point anymore I think it depends on the structure you have um obviously we're only talking about the elite teams mm-hmm. and how it, it affects them so you're cuz besi- take take your top 6 of take your top 6 of of England your top 3 4 of Spain top 2 3 of Germany top 2 3 of France, uh, France and Italy. Put them in their own group. I think every other club should focus really heavily on their youth academy and mm-hmm. keeping the best players possible because players are only getting more expensive. And if you're, and I'm, I'm just making up things here, but if you're a Crystal Palace and you can develop, right, uh, the next Zaha, the next Townsend, your next Wambasaka, Wambasaka, which I think Zaha and Wambasaka were both Crystal Palace. Uh, academy they products, were, yeah. Then you're set, and you can actually it becomes a. It becomes a set. It becomes a. Uh, you just don't op- see with like the big teams anymore, besides Barcelona and United. Um, well, United not, play a lot na- of well, young. Aca- no, now. Yeah. Who? I'm gonna call Pogba an academy player. Okay. Take him even if you want to take him away, Lingard. Uh. Rashford. Rashford, McTominay, Pereira, Tuan Zebe were playing this year. Uh, and then we have the new um, pool of Chong, Mason Greenwood. See, like like those players. I don't Garner. count those players. Like they're they're up and coming, but they're, they're not up and play. coming. They're, they'll play like one or two Prem games. And that's they'll play. not. No, I, I'm saying like legitimate starters. Well, I'm calling like you're in the first team and you're being that you're yeah, like those players player. are just they're, like they're, Rashford. They're going to play a... Yeah, but you rarely see like... No, but we play a lot of... Like, go look at last year, like... But in but seriously, like, you look at Lingard, Matt Rashford, Martial, and Pogba... Uh, not Martial. Uh, McTominay. McTominay, Rashford, Lingard, Pogba as like our key products of the academy. Mm-hmm. I think at least one or two are playing every single game, and then I you, and, th- and then and then you have your other players that are getting sort of your Chongs and Greenwoods and um, Garners that are playing in Europa League games and FA Cup games and the early stages of the of the of the Carling Cup. I understand that, but I feel like, but like on Chelsea, bigger, on Chelsea, that's what I'm saying the bigger bigger teams. I'm not like City only have Foden. Liverpool had who Trent Alexander Arnold and that's who it. else. Chelsea have no one. They only buy players. Arsenal. Arsenal. It will be in Nelson. Uh, okay, no one. Okay. Uh, and Barca Madrid. I oh, don't. Bellerin. Yeah. 
my point is, I think for it's 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 especially hard for those if you're in the academy setup, you have to be something that's just you have I, to be. It's just it's just it's just rare to see now. It's rare, but I think for the clubs that are in that middle to low tier, you need to put the emphasis on the academy because yeah, exactly. you're not gonna in in the next ten years, players could be going for fifty million minimum. Like you could have a Darren Bent go for a like Darren Bent would have in this day and age would have gone for like forty million and it's prime and it's prime 40, 50 million easy mm-hmm. and you could see people like Peter Crouch or Jermaine imagine Jermaine Defoe in this yeah in this stage also Peter Crouch retired retired I know super sad day the robot love him he has his own podcast actually I, I know have you listened to it? Uh, no but it, it's, it's really it's interesting through uh, like Sky Sports and then they have all these podcasts it's really interesting you should listen to it. But even um, no, yeah, I I just think I'm just I'm just thinking that like with the youth academies and with the big transfers happening, with the wages and the budgets, it's just not pure. Because your wages are your wages on academy players are next to nothing. Super low, yeah. Your fees can be as high as you want them to be. Like right now, Declan Rice, right? Academy product out of West Ham, mm-hmm. probably makes what twenty twenty. I'll say like twenty k a week, probably less. It depends what kind of contract you're on. Like even in the beginning, Rashford was on like a ten k a week with right, even right, less right. contract. And even then, when we after his first season, we upped him to like probably what like seventy eighty k a week, which is still very cheap. Good. And even Lingard was on like sixty k a week just until still recently. Very good. But my point is, you can it actually becomes a form of legitimate business for your West Ham's and your Everton's and your mm. uh, even looking at down like Aston Villas and Fulham's and it becomes a, a form of uh, revenue. If you can develop players and sell them off for in this day and age, 30, 40 million. That's a problem. And you get, I, li- and you get like one every two, three years, then Hey, every two, three years I can make 60 million on just Academy products. I, I want to see, See, I want to see more academy players just stay with their team for basically their entire career. I would love that. But I would the problem is I think they're using the only thing that they're using like teams of their uh they're using their uh players is this squad space. Just to fill up a not just a to squad. fill not just to fill the squad but also for profit. Like they they try to improve them, improve them and then Sell and them. then and then when their prices at an all-time high for big clubs or for small clubs uh no for big clubs in my opinion because for for small for smaller clubs like you're seeing Wambasaka go for an insane amount yeah because obviously they know he has talent and they know that he can become a world-class player someday so he's obviously not going to become that player with Crystal Palace yeah the only thing that i think i see is players like your Rashford's McTominay um, Phil Foden, See, like Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's if you're in, if you're actually good enough to to break into the first team, and then after two to three seasons, actually see maybe half or more, sixty to seventy percent of the Premier League games. What what is your reason to leave as a as a as a quote unquote fan of the club? Right. I don't see Phil Foden leaving Man City ever. Yeah, I can see that. Unless like he has this deep dream to play for Real Madrid, and literally, literally, like when, like, when he's like twenty eight years old. Has but it. my thing is like, I, I could ex- I could totally see Silva's gone after this year, but Silva, Gundogan, De Bruyne, all of these guys leaving, and then Foden, and tw- like he'll be like twenty two years old. So like him, uh, Bernardo Silva, and no, I'm just talking like academy players. Oh, okay. But it also becomes a, a like even just today like city city sold someone to West uh, to Aston Villa for like fifteen million yeah like, Rodrigo Diaz yeah and uh, the Brazilian yeah 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 but I forgot his name but that also becomes like a steady form of revenue and I mean it's ultimately a business and um it's a good it's a good uh, funnel for those sort of uh, players to trickle down and obviously the only the Douglas best Louis. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I think literally the only team that's actually following this is Ajax. I'm pretty... I, I don't remember how many days... I saw a stat, like, the amount of days they've had one academy player start for them in a 
league match is like years and years. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I don't remember exactly, but I swear I I can only. It was see a very long. It <laughs> was a yeah, very long period. It's of time. still going. It's still uh, like it's, it hasn't been broken yet. But with Ajax and Barcelona, with uh, what's the youth academy called again? La Mafia. What? La Mafia. Oh, La Mafia. Yeah. Wait, what? La Mafia. I, I, I can't understand you. <laughs> La Mafia. Did you just say... Oh. La Masia? <laughs> yeah. La Messiah? Okay, La, La Masia. La Masia. Um, but with that, like La Masia and uh, Ajax and one or two other big teams, like Man U uh, with a couple of players, but they don't have like the majority of their team come from the youth academy and they and going into a transfer window their first option is okay let's buy someone instead of trying to develop you know what i mean they like they put more they put more effort into trying some trying to f- find and buy someone from a smaller club and pay an insane amount obviously they will have talent like Wambasaka like Maguire but I feel like they don't put enough time into development with their youth academies. Yeah. It's also the it's also the direction of the team. I think you look at teams like City and Chelsea, they have such a buying mentality that mm-hmm. I mean, like there was a couple players on Chelsea, one of them who was it, Josh McEachern. He was what? I don't even know who that is. He was supposed to be like the next Lamp, like he was supposed to be the next big on thing on Chelsea. Oh, okay, and then you, I mean, it has to do with a lot of things, but you, it has to do with the player's drive and mentality and how much he wants to make it happen. But you look at play teams in that sense, like what is it? What is a, what is a center back, a, a a city reserve center back supposed to think right now? You know what I mean? Like yeah, or a right back. All right, I can if I can just get in the first team. Oh wait. I have Danilo and Kyle Walker to get past. Right. So it gets tough. But, I mean, I think ultimately players just want to play. So I think they're fine. I think the ones that are at the clubs like Man City and some new – a lot of clubs nowadays are just also signing players from other countries at a very young age. So it's not it's not like all fans of teams. At a certain age, like your your U8s to U14s probably is all very – local base but then obviously the best will continue and then they start signing players like your Pogba's and your whoever else is that will transfer at like 14 15 16 years old mm-hmm. wow a lot of f- focus on youth academy the youths yeah don't reach young blood uh now are you gonna ask me your next question yeah the i like this question yeah it's really annoying because We've seen the Neymar. transfer you want to see in the Prem that's not in oh, your favorite. That's oh. not what I was going for. Oh, oh the oh, A wall oh, oh. link. The A wall. Like we're just going back to this. I think it's soup. It's basically the topic of players just ditching their clubs for. It goes back to what. It goes. It's the whole topic is players that are think they're bigger than the club. Your Pogba's, your Sanchez's, your Koscielny's. Your Koscielny's now. Uh, he thinks he's in that. Uh, it's not that class, like, but it's players just deciding to stop playing. You're, even even Griezmann and Neymar. It's basically trade demands. Yeah, in the NBA's, <laughs> uh, I think it's really terrible. I think it's really it bad. Really is. I think it's really bad for the club, um, and just on themselves. and just and on themselves. It sort of puts a bad stain on their on their reputation and mm-hmm. it also shows and then I think ESPN wrote an article that nowadays it's about players you have to consider their ego or their character and their class when you sign someone. Yeah, I mean like this is I swear this is Neymar's second time doing this. I mean he did this at Barca, no? I don't know. But the, the and the the worst part is that they get fined like twenty five hundred dollars. Like Neymar got fined like three. What did Griezmann get? Five uh, k. I don't remember how much. Griezmann I think Griezmann was. got five thousand fine. But but Neymar got a pretty big fine. It was like three hundred thousand for not showing up to practice. But that's, again, that's a fine. But yeah, that's but also that's like still a week. pocket change. That's like almost what like almost a week's wages. That's like a week's wages. 
Yeah. It's really bad. And I think it just, it, I, the, 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 the bad, the good thing for them is that they're just so damn good. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, especially Koscielny. Yeah. But like you look it also, but then you also look back at players like bar, like Neymar, like when he wants to go to Barca, he will turn up for Barca. But when someone wants to leave, like, Pogba and United and then all but then he comes back and says no I'm actually happy and Ole's like no he's actually very motivated to be here and he's good and we're all I don't know what to believe anymore I believe it's the it's the agents the agents make things up and it's the media and it's it's stirring stories all together but I ultimately think uh my opinion is players are getting paid so much money that they should just shut up and focus about playing football Mm -hmm. and See, like, and let the agent do everything else, but be content with where you're going. At the same time, mm-hmm. just playing devil's advocate, they're humans and they have desires and they maybe don't want to play at a certain time. I mean, well, for example, like with Hazard and him going to Real Madrid, perfect example of yeah. how to handle it. I have a desire to leave. I would like to leave, but I'm still going to I would play like for to you. leave, but I'm going to work hard every single or, and week. And Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just <laughs> stopped it. Nothing but there. Yeah, no, I think that's how that's you should do it. That's the perfect way. You say, it, it also, don't make it public. I mean, you don't, like, how do these things break? Well, I, I don't think it's them making it public. I think it just comes out. Right. Don't make it come out. If if Ramsey wants to leave, have a private conversation with your manager, or and then the manager can speak with the board, start working on something, but then as it slowly, the season ends, yeah, I hear I I handed a transfer request or I I would like to leave the club and you announce it and then but like I still don't like the fact right. that Hazard we knew basically by April that his season or like what's the month before? March. March, April, his season was over with, with Chelsea or his career was over with Chelsea. But yeah, so basically what we're saying, don't A Wall Play soccer. Yeah, don't mi- m- miss out on practice on purpose. Don't Say to them, I'm not going to play. You must get me and out of And if you're going to find them, find them like $3 million. Yeah. They have, eno- they have they enough have money. Enough. Yeah. Especially your Pogba's and your Neymar's. Yeah. Well, now Pogba, I mean, like, the Pogba situation is weird. I don't know what to believe. And I actually don't know what to feel. Like, when the, if the season starts Again, and Pogba's no- on, it's, if Pogba's starting for us, It'll be weird. I don't know what to... Like, he could... I don't know. It's really bizarre. Another good example is Delict. I mean, he's going to go to Juventus. It's basically confirmed. Yeah, but, but he's still, like, but turned he's up. he's still... No, it's not even that. Like, we all knew he was going to leave, but he didn't say, like, okay, I want to leave Ajax now. Yeah. He said, he said, my dream was to always play for Ajax. That was my childhood club. But if someone wants to come for me and the club lets me leave, then... Sure, let me You was gonna go. be nasty. Yeah. So nasty. Um Oh, so now the question that now your question. Uh what was it? Uh a transfer you want to see in the Prem that's not for your favorite team. I was thinking about this and one person comes to mind. And that is? I would love to see Messi in the Premier League. Okay, realistic. Well, I'm just you said one player. Well, like Okay, but where? Any, I, I think honestly, anywhere. It would make me watch that team almost every week. Mm. No? Yeah, but he's uh, never going to leave. He will never leave. Do you want realistic? I mean, okay, fine. We'll do one unrealistic. One un- okay, my unrealistic is, me- is, is Messi. I would, yeah, I that think would also be I think it would be, be crazy to see Messi in the Prem. Realistic. Um, uh... No, I'm only thinking of. I'm trying to think of like real, like actual real, like, like players like Sancho. I'd like to see Sancho back in the prem. Like yeah, I actually play I like and actually play, and I don't think he's gonna go to Man City. I can see him going further. Like I wrote a funny one. Who? Everton to Everton. Oh, that one. <laughs> no, That'll be I, hilarious. It's just I, and I really hope that with the way that. The finals were both English teams, and people actually start put some respect on the Premier League's name, right? Because there was a period of time when players weren't necessarily going to 
your big four, your big six. Mm-hmm. And they were really prioritizing. Now, like, Liverpool is a good good destination. They haven't signed anyone other than that yeah, one I mean, guy. do they even need to? I don't know who it was, but someone said, uh, like a pundit, if you're not signing, you're already fault. You're already a step behind. Well, Tottenham didn't sign anyone, and they made the Champions League final. And now they signed Ndombele. Great fantasy pick, in my opinion. Great. We're gonna. That's also coming up, by the way. That's a episode on its own. Future app, as well as a future episode of Premier League full Premier League table prediction. It's gonna be so annoying. Why? It's like who's sixteenth. Or who's 15? Well, I mean, like, it would be cool to, like, do it no, yeah. right before the Prem starts and then at I'm gonna the have end of the to, I'm going to have to do a lot of research for that one. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, last topic. Uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, City, and United. And I think the answer is, uh, well, at this point, question? very simple. The question is, at this day... I keep saying day and age a lot this episode. Have you? At this time, have Tottenham surpassed Arsenal and have City surpassed United? Okay, short term, long term. I think the answer is uh, short term, yes. Right now, I think Tottenham are above Arsenal. Well, and I yeah. Think City are above United. But if you're talking about like ranking teams in no, the. Obviously, in Arsenal and Manu are high. I'm trying to say my. my you, you, yeah, you wrote this question. Yeah, so like. what I. What my uh, thought is. When players want to move to a big team in in the Premier League, and let's say like they're ranking their top teams where they want to their preferred destinations, mm-hmm. let's say, would you put Tottenham above Arsenal, and would you put Man City above oh, Man U? You're doing from a player's perspective. Yeah, or or just like in terms of like destination, like w- would the, is this team a better place suited for a top player than? So with Tottenham and Arsenal or Man City and Man U. Because obviously Tottenham and Man City are better than those two teams right now. But in terms of the history and the club... No, the history is set. Uh, the history is clear who, who's on top. Right. Not even between the, these four, but across the, 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 the league. I, I think the biggest thing for players... And I, I know it's... You don't see a lot of players willing to go to teams and grind through some tough times. And I think the only player recently who has done that is Coutinho, who was at Liverpool at the wrong time. Um, okay. And maybe towards the end of Suarez's career there, but uh, that weird time of Brendan Rodgers and. Uh, but but basically, if I'm like, look at like the lift, like why did he go to Juve, to Juventus? He wants to play with Ronaldo. Very likely. If I'm a young, let's look at Sancho. Very, okay. I think it's a very realistic case. I don't see him staying at uh, Dortmund. Dortmund could go to Bayern. Classic I, switch. I, I really hope he doesn't. Um, by the way, Bayern looks sick. What they just announced: uh, Havar, Havar, and Luca and Hernandez. Yeah, it's a very spicy wing. Anyway, uh, the wing, not the chicken wing. Um, <laughs> just another bad joke. <laughs> that was um, really bad. I think uh, looking at a player like Sancho, I think the biggest thing for him, unfortunately, is the, the, the competition that they're playing in, which I guess is a good and bad thing. But my point is that I, it's, it's really tough for me to see players like Sancho and Delict, young players that are saying, okay, United's in a weird place or Arsenal's in a weird place right. or even Chelsea's in a weird place. Like they're not maybe where they want to be in like the first, second, third. So, w- at, like, let's say you're you're Sancho, or l- you're just a player. If I'm Sancho, I want to go to the club that I can is in a better situation. I want to go to a club, a big club. Let's say, let's say I have, let's say I can pick any top sixteen that I that I want. Mm-hmm. I will go to the team that I am guaranteed to be the one of the like stars. Okay, paid very well. Genuinely, the competition is not matter because it's all in the prem and I can be part mm-hmm. of something that like drives something forward. If I'm Sancho, I would go to a like a United Tottenham. Chelsea always has a weird and I'm yeah, being Chelsea. super biased here, but right now if I was a young talented player, United 
teams like, and again, I can't say Arsenal, but teams like United and Chelsea right now will overpay for quality. Pulisic. Basically. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. We don't even know if he's going to start. That Well, that's just Chelsea in my yeah. opinion. Our Arsenal. And Man City. Arsenal, I think, is a great... Div- it's a uh, what were you going to say? I think Arsenal is... Finish okay. the sentence. Come on. I know you want to say it. I think Arsenal is a good club for a young player to go, be part of a top six team. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on. And at a... I've had a rough few weeks with <laughs> Arsenal. I want to hear this. I don't feel comfortable saying it. You know what? That's good enough for me. So, like, you're saying... Because, like, why would Sancho go to Arsenal? To develop. I was going to say, Arsenal is a the, probably the top-tier development club you can go to. The biggest thing for Arsenal, unfortunately, is that it's not a place where top-tier... Like how, like, how long do you think Aubameyang and Lacazette are going to stay there? Max, two seasons. Two, three seasons? So well, Aubameyang too, but Lacazette, I think he'll stay for a very he's long French. time. Well, yeah, but he's younger. Because he's French. Remember when and we that's had ba- basically the entire French Yeah, team? but that's my point. Like, even with United a little longer, Chelsea is also kind of in that good place. But unless you're really guaranteed, a t- like you're guaranteed from the manager, you are a, a starter role right. in this team, I wouldn't go to a team like City or Liverpool right now. Not and even Liverpool. I'm a forward. I'm That's, I'm Sancho. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. would I go to Liverpool to compete with Dude, Salah and start. Mane? I would I would start. I mean, I would just switch the formation. I would just yeah, but that's if you want to sh- uh, shake things up for just one player. I would, but like you're a Sancho, and you're looking at you could be the heartbeat, the face of Man United, or frankly Chelsea or Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Get paid very nicely, depending where you go. Uh, and I think unfortunately Tottenham is an overlooked club as someone that they, they always people don't people haven't I don't think so people haven't realized and recognized sort of where they're finishing season to season. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, well, I just read because like Ndombele is a top midfielder, and he said the reason why he joined Tottenham was because of Pochettino. And stability. So, I think they're one of the most stable clubs. Absolutely. Um, I'm not being sarcastic. No, they're really stable. The the thing, I think that's another thing you can take in. Even into from account. a, pl- like how much, like that team has been together for at least three to four, four seasons. Four seasons, yeah. The whole roster, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, Kane, Deli Ali, Alderworld, Vertonghen, I think Lloris. like Trippier was the most like recent, like when Walker made the switch. Right. And then like Danny Rose. Danny Rose, the center backs, Loris. Sanchez is quite new, but been there for two seasons. Harry now. Winks is a good example of those kind of players. That yeah, right. Back in our uh, academy conversation. Uh, Son, I mean, list goes on. But yeah, I think stability, manager, and how, where, well, not where, but how often I'm gonna play. I think that those are the main reasons for going to. Because I, I put those two examples with the Manchester clubs and the North London clubs because obviously both of the examples have one club that have had a long, rich history and are just a bigger club, but the other one's sneaking up on them and just in general are better suited to today's game. But in like my my last question is, would you want to go to a club that's just bigger and has a bigger fan base and win in Arsenal or Man U, or would you go to a t- club like Man City or Tottenham that's up and coming and just more stable? Honestly, if I was like an 18, 19 year old player from like, let's say the, the championship, year, like, like, and I, or any, like a Daniel lower, like, like, like a, not even, not even Daniel James, but like, Zaha. More or less, if and if right now, like maybe not Liverpool, Man City, but if Chelsea, United, 
Arsenal Tottenham, I think they could all use in some ways mm-hmm. a Zaha. Uh, I would genuinely go to the team that would pl- that I could play the most in. Yeah, I, I would, agree. I think playing the playing the most the f- the money is all nickel and diming. You get eighty k here, sixty k there, a um, hundred k somewhere else. But it's also I think I would look at the players that they have, the direction that they're going in. Like take Oxide Chamberlain for example, because he got offered. Uh, a new contract at Arsenal. He got offered a bigger contract at I think Chelsea, it, yeah, I believe. I and then he went to a Liverpool, who offered less money than both clubs. But he went there because he well, knew he was, was a fan, he was a fan of Liverpool. But I think he's looking at okay. I but like, let's take that I out. I think he's looking at the team that they have, the direction they're going in, the manager, and he said, "I can actually go there and win trophies." I think. I think. But every player is a little different. You have players that literally will do this for the money, for the yeah. fame, um, and they're happy with that. Mm-hmm. They're content. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, and then you have your Hulk, <laughs> your uh, Brazilians, your washed-up Brazilians, your Oscars, and your Joes, and your. Like I loved Pato so much. Yeah, who didn't? And when he like. Anyway. It, he's still in his 20s, no? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty adduced in those 20s. Oh, God. All right. Uh, that flew by very fast. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, we're going to do some episodes about uh, Fantasy Saka coming up, and uh, hopefully have some more guests on the show. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, check out the latest episodes. Uh, we did one on the... Uh, we did a bracket for all the f- uh, world football stadiums, and we did a nice... Uh, That's also top three greatest. That was very fun. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, the episode we did with uh, Heath Pierce uh, talking about MLS and U.S. soccer. And uh, catch us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And uh, Also, I'm rooting for Senegal for AFCON. And first Premier League game, United, Lampard, Ole... Man U Chelsea. Ooh. Ooh. It's a juice ball. It's a month away. Exactly a month away. I can't wait. Me too. All right. Bye. Adios. <laughs>